Welcome to another episode of Indiana Politics. I'm Deb Chubb, and we are very pleased to be joined today by Myla Eldridge, and she is running for the vice chair position uh, for the Indiana State Democratic Party. So Myla, could you just um, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're running for this position? Sure, Deb. First of all, I would like to just thank you for this opportunity. Um, uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, I come from a family of voters. Uh, my mom is a retired uh, educator and my dad is a retired UAW employee. And uh, when you combine the two, you get me. And that's Myla, an African-American woman that has a heart that cares about what happens to people. Uh, people that are discriminated against, um, people that are treated unfairly. Uh, I have a heart, again, that just cares about what happens uh, to people. Uh, I have 30 plus years of government under my belt. I have worked in state government, city government, and now county government. Uh, Mike Schmall, who is running for chair, uh, if elected, will need a strong female vice chair. And I feel that with my experience and my energetic personality and striving for excellence, uh, that I could be a good fit for that role. Uh, talking a little bit about my experience. My experience as a candidate running for office to become the clerk of Marion County, uh, nearly campaigning to uh, 700,000 registered voters, uh, winning that election. I know how to win elections. Um, also becoming the clerk of Marion County and expanding and making voting easier for Hoosiers. Uh, I think that too will um, give me some experience in how to be a good um, vice chair for state party. Um, again, I have a very energetic uh, personality um, that I think is good um, for greeting and meeting uh, individuals and bringing more uh, people that are interested in the Democratic state party, um, you know, to the table. Um, we are a big tent, right? Um, and we welcome all that would like to uh, be underneath our, um, our big tent. Um, so those are just reasons, a few reasons why um, I am running for uh, my state chair. That's great. So when did you, um, when did you run and win for uh, county clerk in Marion County? Was that just recent? Mm -hmm. I ran for county clerk in 2014 and I became the clerk in 2015. I'm actually um, in my second term, uh, my second year. Um, so I'm term limited. And um, my last year for serving cl as clerk of Marion County uh, will actually be uh, next year. Oh, okay, interesting. Oh, that's great. So, and that's a huge job. I mean, that is really a big job. I mean, county clerks, you know, oversee, I think all the courts, right? All the elections. Um, it's just a big, big job. And I'm sure you have a, a pretty big staff, right? I do have a, a nice size staff um, and it is a, it is a big job. Uh, however, uh, it's a job that uh, has a huge impact and plays a major role in our government. And um, uh, not only uh, being responsible for all court filings and court fees, um, that come through the um, clerk's office. I am the um, chief trustee for child support payments. Uh, I am the custodian for all the um, court records um, for the county. And um, 
also, like you said, um, just administering the elections. Um, so I have some experience in that's for sure voter suppression. Um, and again, um, like I said, just uh, making sure her ensuring that uh, voting is uh, fair, easy and convenient for anyone that wants to participate in the democracy that serves them. That's great. So, um, and on that topic, um, I, I'm not sure if you're following um, the, the uh, legislation that is, you know, whipping through the legislature this year. There are, there's just, I, there was only one bill that I could find that has made it through the halfway point that has to do with elections. And do you, do you know about that bill? I, I'm, I'm afraid I don't even know the number. And I'm not sure exactly what it is. Um, I guess I feel like we're kind of lucky uh, because the legislature hasn't, you know, in, tried to enact a lot of uh, restrictions mm -hmm. on voting. But I is know that, that there was yeah. one. It's Senate Bill 353 probably is what you're talking about. And that is the bill that is requiring a registered voter, if they choose to vote absentee, to provide their driver's license number or um, the last four digits of their social on the absentee application. And, you know, we have registered voters that registered way before my time and probably your time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, that, I mean, it's just an inconvenience. Like, why do you need a person's social security number or um, their driver's license number to fill out an absentee application if they, you know, if that's how they choose to vote? Voting is supposed to be free, fair, and convenient, you know, for everybody. Um, so I, um, I I don't think, I'm not sure where it is, but I don't think that we should require voters to provide their driver's license number or um, the last four digits of their social if they choose to vote absentee by mail or by traveling board or however they choose to absentee vote, whichever method they choose. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. So and I want to talk to you um, about, um, well, I want to talk to you about, you know, your vision for the Democratic Party. But, um, but I also want to circle back to this issue of discrimination. And I think um, uh, this is just becoming, you know, worse and worse in Indiana, and more and more overt and just public and really um, disheartening. Um, so uh, so we'll need to be working towards uh, getting those sorts of Republicans at least out of office. Um, but tell me, um, tell me your vision for the Democratic Party. How do you think that we can get to the grassroots, to the county organizations, and get them rejuvenated, activated, and um, and inspired uh, to do the job and to also get precinct committee chairs to do the work that will be definitely necessary uh, to win a, a state race or any race in 2022. Yeah. Uh well, when I decided to run for vice chair, uh, I began to talk to uh, the uh, statewide district chairs and then just others, you know, across the state. Um, and what I learned is that uh, a lot of uh, uh, constituents feel that we need stronger messaging. We need to be more innovative. Um, we need to be more transparent. Um, and I and I think. What I like about Mike Schmall, my running mate, um, who is running for the chair, um, is that that's his number one priority is to execute a, a strategic plan, you know, for, for us to win, um, to bring more people into the process, and also to work from the grassroots level up um, and, and, and raising, you know, money. But 
more so than anything, I think that we need uh, strong messaging to uh, recruit individuals, a message that makes um, folks want to um, be involved in the party, right? Um, and because of uh, the previous <laughs> administration and everything that we had to deal with um, on uh, this past year, um, it's gonna take some effort. Uh, right to to recruit and get folks involved again. Um, but again, I think with um, Mike Small running as chair and I serving as the vice chair, that we will come up with a message that we can sell and make um, Democrats and others just believe in our party. Like I said, the big tent party um, that welcomes um, everyone from every ethnicity. Um, and so um, I look forward to if elected, um, helping Mike um, with that strong messaging and just recruiting from the grassroots level on up. That's great. And um, I know, um, you know, there was an incident uh, back to this whole, you know, discrimination problem. Uh, there was an incident at the state house. Um, and we really, you know, I know there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of activity arguing about it. I certainly, you know, spoke out and got into some, you know, interesting conversations with people <laughs> on social media about it. Um, but um, how do you, I mean, do you think that this will activate um, people of color to come out and work uh, to get uh, people elected who are not racist? Um, do, it, you know, do you think that will help? Do you think we can activate people who have been sitting out um, particularly areas, you know, uh, it was really in Indiana, the lowest turnout counties were mostly the most populous urban areas um, and areas of color, uh, people of color. And so, um, so how do you think we can really activate um, those voters in those urban areas to really get out and vote? Yeah, I actually supported the IBLC on this week um, in regard to the um, racial discrimination that they um, experienced um, over at the state house. And um, there is always hope, um, I feel. And um, with that hope being said, having the, the right and the proper messaging um, to recruit, I think people are ready for change. You know, I think the, the time is now um, for us to restore, to cultivate, and bring, like I said, and, and be just more inclusive. Um, this is our time to do so. And so I think with um, discrimination and um, racial bias, uh, I think we just have to stand up. But I will say this too, that um, there is work to be done. And I, I strongly believe that uh, we need to reach every registered uh, Democratic voter and even uh, persuade some voters, right? Um, that we are the party that is the fair party and we're not so conservative and we believe in second chances and we don't support discrimination. We have hearts that care about what happened to people that are treated you know, unfairly regardless of whatever you know, your ethnicity um, is. And so I, I, and that makes me happy. That makes me, you know, um, hopeful that we can get that message out there and, you know, and turn things around. And I, and I believe that we can. Oh, that's excellent. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Myla. And, um, and I always like to ask, you know, if you, if you have any um, parting words of wisdom for us. Uh, I just would like to say that, um, Again, this is the time for us to learn and it's the time for us to grow. 
And when you know better, you do better. And I look forward to serving um, as the vice chair, uh, if elected on March the 20th. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Well, it has just been really enjoyable getting to know you and chatting with you. So thanks again for joining us. Thank you.